Hey everyone, this is Pastor Steve from Faith Community Church, and you are listening to Faith That Works, podcast ministry of Faith Community Church, Indianapolis, Indiana. We're so excited that you've taken time to listen to these words today. Our desire is that this would push you to a closer, deeper, more meaningful relationship with Jesus Christ. Thanks for listening. Right? So if you think some are being unruly, too bad. Go get one. They're having a hard enough time with them. All right? Acts chapter 1. What are we talking about lately? Anybody remember? Talking about power. Did you know that the energy drink industry, right, is a $57.4 billion industry? Energy drinks. We're talking the packaged energy drinks. Who thinks they know what, we're going to go over one, two, three. What's the number three energy drink? Anybody know? Some of y'all know what I'm talking about. No, we're talking about, not Monster. Nope. Number three, Rockstar. Number two is, number two, that's right, number one is Red Bull. These are energy drinks. Watch this. Listen to this real quick. 33%. Of people aged 18 to 29 drink them regularly. If you're between 27 and 37, 61% of people drink energy drinks regularly. Now, my thought is, y'all too young for energy drinks, right? I mean, if you're that young, you should already have all this energy. Now, us old people, before we start judging, coffee has more caffeine than energy drinks, right? So... For all you, yeah, yeah, the coffee people, woo, yeah. Old school energy drink called coffee. And so here's, here's the point. Now, I'm not saying the Holy Spirit's going to wake you up when you're sleeping in the afternoon. I can't help you with that. But here's what I believe. I said all that to say this. I believe we are on a search for a boost. We're on a search for something a little extra. Humanity is looking for something to kind of motivate us, something to drive us, something to give us something to get going. And what we're looking for, what I believe, is power. And that power, though, is coming from within. There's nothing you can put in you to give you the power that the Holy Spirit wants to bring out of you. Everybody follow that? Acts 1.8. Let's watch. It's a, try to put it on the screen. Let's just read it together. But you will receive, say it with me. Power when the Holy Spirit's come upon you and you will be my witnesses. Let's read the whole verse. We'll go back. Here we go. But you'll receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and all Judea and Samaria to the end. So the point of the power, right? We've talked about this a little bit if you've been paying attention. I'll also say if you've missed anything, you can get online. We've also got CDs if you want to hear something you've missed a week. But the point is this, is, is that the goal of the power of the Holy Spirit is to be a witness, right? And I know sometimes we get lost up in, in all the different gifts and all the different things and all the things. But the main goal, the foundation, what God wants to do in you through the power of the Holy Spirit is that you would be a witness. So let's review last week just for a quick second. Last week we talked about how we need the fullness of the Spirit. 
we went over a couple of words. We talked about baptizo, right, which means to be baptized. Uh, it, was, it was the promise in Acts 1, 5. I think we have that on the screen. For John baptized with water, but you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit not many days from now. That baptism of the Spirit literally means to come under the control of the Spirit of God. Let me say this. On the day you met Jesus and you gave your heart to Him, He put His Holy Spirit inside of you. He did. You were baptized in the Spirit of God. And now you have the power of God inside of you because of the Holy Spirit that's inside of you. You have been baptized. First Corinthians 12 talks about how we've all been baptized in the body of Now, through Christ. Through Christ, we've been baptized. And so now we have this power inside of us. Now, it's up to us to get the fullness of the power. You understand that? Because then the New Testament talks several times about being filled, to be filled with, with power. That word is pimplame. Now watch this. It's almost like a cup that God wants to pour into you so that you can be full of his power, full of his spirit. Now, for what purpose? Not for self-seeking purposes, right? But to be a witness. He wants to pour into you to the fullness, right? And some of you have had those experiences, Right? You've been in a worship service. You've been in a church service. And you're like, man, whoo, the Lord just poured out on me today. Exactly. You became full of the Holy Spirit. Now watch this, though. Not so you could go home and talk about your goosebumps, so that you would have power to do what God wants you to do to be his witness in the world. We have said and we have lived too much as a church that we have contained the Holy Spirit to inside the building. The power of the Holy Spirit is meant to be outside the building. You are to be full of the Holy Spirit so that on Monday, that guy working next to you says, wait a minute, wait a minute. There's something about that guy next to me that's different to me. And you can go, I'm full. I'm full of the Spirit of God and what you feel. And that's the witness, right? The witness is, is that you are living differently than everybody else because it's the power of the Holy Spirit that's coming up out of you and there's your witness. You're full because to be filled with the Holy Spirit is not for your own self-seeking purposes, but you're filled to be fulfilled, right? God fills you so that he can use you. What good does it do to buy a brand new car to fill it full of gas and park it in the driveway and stare at it? You drive that sucker. You fill it up and you drive it because there's a purpose to that vehicle. There is a purpose to your life and we're not getting to the purposes in our life because we're not full. And we're feeling that frustration. We're feeling that gnawing. We're feeling that emptiness but then there's the next word it talks about filled in Ephesians 4 5 18 let's look at that verse and do not get drunk with wine for that is debauchery but be filled with the spirit now the way the English looks it says filled it says filled but it's different in the original language that word means I mean play which means this to posture ourselves Right Now, it's not just God pouring out on us. It's me running up to the waterfall of heaven and saying, God, give me more. We have to understand something. 
We have to posture ourselves to receive all that God has for us. We have to put ourselves in position. See, we want the fullness of God, but we also want our sinful lifestyle as well. Something we got to figure out here. There's a word we don't like to say in churches anymore that we used to say a lot. And we don't say it much anymore. And it's really got kind of, there's two words. One is holiness. Oh, whoa, 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 don't, don't. You know, that's impossible. I can't. Because the holiness thing has to do with sanctification. Right? To be sanctified, to be made more like God. But see, that's on us. We have to position. Now, you think, well, I can't, I can't be like God, so we just give up. But we've got to position ourselves to be more like God. You know what that means? That might mean there's some things you're doing right now that you might have to, I'm sorry, stop. You, you might not be able to do everything that you're currently doing in order to be holy as he is holy. You might have to make some adjustments. Now, wait a minute, pastor. I want to live the way I want to live and go to heaven when I die. That's I want to have my cake and eat it too. And that is a false teaching that's going on in the churches. We've got to come back to realize I've been bought with a price. I'm a temple of the Holy Spirit. I must honor God with the way I live. Right? So you, you can't just watch any movie, say anything you want to say. I saw a t-shirt recently that said, I'm a cussing, partying, drinking Christian. Shame on you. Really, that's where we're at? You, you, you think, it's, and it's so easy, church. Isn't it easy to get sucked into that? And to say, well, I'm just trying to connect with the world. Just trying to, you know, Jesus hung out with prostitutes, so I thought I'd go see one. I mean, come on now. God help us. So we got to figure out that what we've got to do is posture ourselves for the filling of the Holy Spirit. I know, that's old-timey, that's old-fashioned. Well, maybe it just works, right? Putting on clothes is old-fashioned too, but let's keep doing it, right? So let's talk about today. Let's talk about today. What we need to talk about today, I thought of a, an illustration here. We had a conversation around our table. Remember this? We talked about, what? you come up here, Mama. Come help me. Yeah, why not? We done left the plan a long time ago. Come on. All right. So, Briston, help me. What, what did we, we talked about. So let's talk about, everybody knows what this does and what it can do, right? But let's talk about some purposes it could find outside of being plugged into an outlet. We talked about, oh, we did talk about, you want a limbo? You probably don't want a limbo. Okay, so just hold one end, right? We talked about, that was your, that was Briss's idea, so just stand over there. We talked about it would make a good limbo cord, right? If you want a limbo, for those that want limbo. I think I said something like, put your hands behind your back. I'm going to see how this would work. We could tie, you could tie somebody up. But again, that's probably not going to work very well. We talked about just, what else did we talk about? We could swing it around and just, well, that would hurt somebody, right? All right, that's all I needed. Thank you. So the, the point is everybody goes, well, that, that's, not, that's not the purpose of it, right? And, and I think what's happening is, is, is that we, we, have, we all have extension cords, but we're not plugged in. 
Are, are you following? We're not, we're not plugged in. In fact, we, 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 so here's, here's a power source right here, right? There's a power source right here. And here's what, here's what the church does. You follow? Anybody following this? I mean, we're close. We're close. But what God actually wants to do, we're, we're, not, we're not getting to it. I mean, we get close to the things of God. We'll, we'll do, in fact, we'll even do this. We'll, we'll come to church. We'll be very careful. We'll pray with people. We'll take communion. And we'll plug in. Then church is over. Just going our way. Right? And we wonder why Monday we're struggling. We wonder why Tuesday we're not getting it. We're trying to figure out what, but, but, but wait a minute, we, we got to, but now, now watch now. This right here, there, how much power is in it at this moment? There's zero power in it. It's potential power, but it's not, it's not power right now. Just potential power, right? A lot of us are living with potential power. The Holy Spirit's in there, but there's no fullness of the power. So therefore, we're, we're struggling. We're close. We're close, but we're not, we're, we're not connected. We, 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 you know, so we want to live the way we want to live and just kind of, there it is. Nope. Didn't make it. So then we come back, and so we're constantly struggling. But here's the problem. So watch this. I'll just hold on to this for a second. So that's a bad witness. And so the world is looking for plugged in people. But because we're not plugged in, we're hurting our witness instead of helping our witness. Are you following this? See, if, if you just show up to church on Sundays, but you act like your coworker Bob Monday through Friday, stop. Stop. If Sunday doesn't impact your Monday, I'm just going to be honest. I wish you'd just maybe quit coming until you figure this out. Or at least don't tell people you go to Faith Community Church. I don't know how I, don't know how I feel about all that. Maybe that was wrong saying that there. And I know we're all struggling. But you understand my point. You understand my point. You're actually hurting the body. You're hurting the body. Now, especially if you, now, if you confess it and move on, because we all make mistakes. Can we be honest? We all make mistakes. We all struggle. So if you, if you fall, you fail, and you do something you shouldn't have done at your work or your family, you do something, and you repent and apologize and move on, that's different. But the problem is we want one foot in the world and one foot in the church. We want to have power, but we don't want to plug in to the gospel. We don't want to plug in. And so the goal is to plug in and to stay plugged in. The lack, it's the lack of consistency that's causing a problem for our witness. Because is Christianity really making a difference? Is it or isn't it? Is Jesus making a difference in your life? It's, but, well, Sundays it does. Right? When, when Jesus said, come follow me, I'll make you fishers of men, they didn't go, what day of the week are you thinking? What, what, what day? What, what, I got a few hours on a Sunday morning, Jesus. Does that work? Jesus like, hit the road. Right? They were like, remember the time when they were like, well, I got some family I got to bury, got to go talk to my mother and father. He's like, let's go. We got time for that, right? 
And so it's important that we realize that our Christianity, our Jesus, our faith has to make a difference. The goal is to not come in and out. It's to stay connected. Now watch this. Now, the goal is not for you to create power. This is important. Now that I'm plugged in to the source, what can I do with this now? Now, now I've got power. We, we can plug in all kinds of things. I have all kinds of options now. But again, no power. Everybody hearing me? Thank you. Power, right? And so it's, a, so it's not the goal of the cord to create power. It's the goal of the cord to transfer power. See, we're trying to conjure up power. If you would just plug in, you'd have plenty. Right? I can't even, we got people that do this. They'll get close. Oh God, fill me with your power. I just know you're going to fill me for your power. And now, if I'm an electrician right now, I'd be like, well, you're not real smart. Right? That's not real smart. And so we think somehow we can call down the power to the cord. But see, that's not what God's asking. The Bible says to abide. Now I have power. So what's this? Don't conjure it. That's a, that might be a tricky word. Don't think we're pulling power down if you're not plugged in. Does that make sense? You have to be so careful and so sure that your heart is where it needs to be, that your life is where it needs to be, that you're plugged in to the source of power. Because guess what? If you just plug in, how much work is this guy doing? All he's doing is transferring. The work is right here. It's, and it goes back that way. See, we're, we're trying to work this Christian faith. And what God wants you to do is plug in and relax. We, we, we've created this work, 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 do, 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 stop, no, uh, uh. We, if you just plug in and abide, which let's talk about that. Do we have this scripture, John? This is important. John 15. I want to talk about this word abide just for a second. If you want to turn there in your Bible, John 15, we're going to read a little portion of it. Four through eight, I think. I think we'll go through eight. This word is meno. Now, what this word means is to continue, to dwell, to stay where you are. If, if somebody said, hey, just stay right there, that means to abide. So, we came to church we're singing, we're hearing the word. You may even go out today a little inspired, a little full. You feel a little connection with God today. And I want to encourage you, stay right there. Just stay right there. Abide. Stay right there. Right? Now, if, if, if I'm not a very smart cord, I'm going to go, well, church was over, or I had my quiet time, or I've done my Jesus for the day, and on my way. And then we don't have any power 
and we get frustrated. We don't understand why our lives aren't effective for the kingdom of God. And we've got to stay. We've got to stay. We've got to abide. So we're going to read these verses. And every time we say the word abide, all right, we're going to practice this real quick. We're going to be a little just, we're going to wake up a little bit. I want you to say right, I want you to say, stay right there. One, two, three. Stay right there. there. So every time we say abide, we're going to say, stay right there. Okay? Are you ready? This might be chaos, but that's all right. We're going to do it together. We're going to jump off the rails together. John 15, 4. Abide in me and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit by itself unless it abides in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. Verse 5. I am the vine. Listen. I am the power. You are the branches, the extension. Whoever abides in me and I in him, he it is that bears much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. Now watch this. I want to stay right there for just a minute. This has been eye-opening for me. Because... The Lord showed me something this week. I don't have to produce fruit. I just have to bear it. I don't have to produce fruit. That, this power cord has no responsibility except to plug in. Now the purposes of God extend from this. Are you following? I don't produce fruit. I bear fruit. See, when I allow the Holy Spirit to come out of me, All of a sudden, Galatians 5 comes into operation. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, patience. Oh, God, give me patience. Zip it. It's going to come out of you. Patience will come because it's the fruit. I don't plant an apple tree and say, oh, Lord, please don't give me bananas. What are you talking about? It's an apple tree. Oh, God, if you could just give me apples. You planted an apple tree. Apples are coming if you water it and you protect it and you take good care of it. Hey, you've got patience inside of you already. You've got love in you. You've got joy in you. You've got peace in you. You've got self-control. It's in you. Water it. Give it a little sunshine. Let it grow. Let it come out of you. And guess what? And when it doesn't, chop it off. You got to weed that sucker sometimes. You got to pull that thing. You got to take those branches, right? Jesus talked to us about trimming up branches that need to be taken out and burned. So the thing in you that's warring against the fruit in you, take care of it. War against it. Don't allow it. To pop up, right? So I was just telling somebody this today. Here's off-the-cuff analogy. We have geese that like to come in our yard, right? I'm not a fan, right? Those of you that love your geese, I'll bring you mine, (laughs) right? We have geese that pop up. I was telling Bill Craft this morning, I I found a little trick. My trick has worked. Right? We pretty much have our grease problem contained. 
Did I say grease? I meant geese. That's a whole other kitchen issue. All right, so anyway, because Google sometimes is effective. I found out that if you put these little sparkle pinwheels in your backyard and those suckers start spinning, when that sun hits that, they run away. They're scared to death of it. So the geese will come to the edge of the yard and my little pinwheels just are rolling back there. And they will not come in our yard. It keeps them away from our yard. Now, we're the only house in the neighborhood with sparkly pinwheels. I'm just telling you. But I'm also the only house in the neighborhood without geese. You understand? So if you want something different, you're going to have to do something different. Right? We want power. Do something different. Some of you need to finally admit that maybe what I'm doing isn't working. Maybe I'm not abiding. Maybe I am just coming to church. Maybe I dust off my Bible on a Sunday morning just long enough to bring it to church and I come back and put it on a shelf. There's a reason we're struggling. We're not plugged in. We're not abiding. We're not producing fruit. And you don't have to produce fruit. Bear it. It will come out of you if you abide. And here's the good news. When you abide, you're not stressed out. I'm not stressed out. God, I'm just, you think this guy's worried about what's coming out of him? He can care less. He's just plugged in. What if I plug in a hairdryer? He doesn't mind. What if I plug in a coffee maker? He doesn't mind. What if I charge my cell phone there? He doesn't mind. All he does is transfer power. So when I transfer the power of God in my life, sometimes I'm witnessing to my friend. Sometimes I'm washing somebody's car. Somebody, I'm, I'm handing them a track. Sometimes I'm inviting somebody to church. Sometimes I'm waving at somebody down the road who thinks I'm crazy. Right? So I'm just being kind. Right? I don't know. I don't, it doesn't matter to me. I have no pressure. All I do is stay plugged in. I just stay plugged in. And can I tell you, guess what? When I stay plugged in, the pressure's gone. Um, God, God, I'm just a vessel. I'm just a conduit for your power. You do what you want to do. I'm not working up every Monday going, oh, what do I got to do for the kingdom today? What do I got to do for the kingdom? <laughs> right? Just relax, man. Think, gee, sorry, are we talking about abundant life? Right? You, you, we ought to be the happiest people on the planet. Well, Pastor, haven't you read the news? Do you know what's going on? Yeah, I've read the news and could care less what's going on because Jesus is in my heart. I know where my home is. I'm not worried about it. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, right? I'm concerned. I keep an eye on the heartbeat. But man, so quickly, man, the world wants to suck me in. Anybody feel that? Right? It takes you about two articles in and all of a sudden, grrr, you can feel it coming down on you. And you have to say, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. The joy of the Lord is my strength. I'm not, going to let the, I'm not going to let anything the devil throws at me pull me down. My, what I'm going to do, stay close. Stay right there. Just stay right here. Stay right here. Listen to me. If the storms come, stay right there. What, what, if, what if we have to go through a, a tribulation, a hard time, a difficulty? What are we going to do? You stay right there. That's what you do. You stay right there. Stay right there. Don't go, don't, don't go running off. No power over there. There's nothing over there for you. Don't go running away. 
well, I got to go figure this out. Oh, pastor, I got to come up with a solution. I got to go. I frantic. Ah! I've lost my mind, I know. Stop, stop, church, stop, stop. Jesus said, stay right there. Let's go, keep going. I don't know what verse I'm at. If anyone does not abide in me, he's thrown away like a branch and withers, and the branches are gathered, thrown into the fire and burned. Are you hearing that? Listen, if this is you this morning, he says, burn it. Burn it. I don't have any use. I can't, I can't do anything. You're not a conduit for my power. We can have lots of people in the church, but only the people who are plugged in have power. You hearing that? Verse 7, verse 7, watch this. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you. I can't tell you how many times we've misquoted that. Verse 8. But this, my Father, is glorified that you bear much fruit. Bear it. Just bear it. Listen, listen. And so prove to be my disciples. That's called witnessing. Be his witness. Be his witness. Be his witness. Because if you try to figure it out and do it yourself, then you'll take the credit. But if you, listen, I just stay plugged in. I don't even know. You're not worried about all this? Nope, I'm plugged in. I'm going to stay right here. I'm just going to stay right here. I'm going to stay plugged in. I'm going to stay in my word. Right? Hey, here's a thought for you. Which are you reading more, news articles or your Bible? I'll just leave that right there. It's easy. It's easy. If you can tell me more about the Delta variant than the scriptures, we have a problem. Come on. If you want to rattle off 25 facts about the different vaccines and all this thing, you can't, read, you can't tell me nothing about what you read in your Bible this week? Stay right there. Stay right there. Abide. Abide. Church, Abide. So when you abide, everything changes. Your priorities, the pressures, your enjoyment of Christ. I'm going to roll through this, but we may have to get back to this next week. So, so how? Boy, that, that's, everybody says, well, okay, thank you. We get it. Plugged in, plugged in. Abide, stay right there. How? Faith. Faith. Hebrews 11.6. Look at this verse right here. And without faith, it is impossible to please him. Forever who would draw near to God must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who seek him. So it's going to take you believing that this system actually works. You following? See, because, because it's easy to say, so well, I got to figure this out. I got to do this. I got to do this. I got to, I got to produce more fruit. I got to do this. And, and, and see, because this seems, this seems a little bit too easy. And I don't know, it's faith. It's, it's faith. When I plug into God, when I, when I read my Bible, when I don't worry, when I don't stress, when I don't panic, when I rest in the middle of a storm. Remember, Jesus is sleeping on a boat in the middle of a storm. And he, his disciples are like, we're going to die. Jesus is like, are you kidding me? I'm the son of God. I made all this. You, you worried? You worried about lightning? 
you around. Can, can you hear Jesus today say, really? You, you worried about virus? Really? I'm not trying to get into all this. But you, really? You, that, that's the thing? That's the thing that's going to rob you of your faith? That's the thing? This thing that everybody's panicked about? You're going to let that rob you of the joy that I've given you? You're going to let that rob the abundant life that I provide? You, you worried about money? Really? I've got a cattle on a thousand hills. And you worried about your paycheck? Is that really? Can I tell you? The size of your faith is the, is the exact size of what it takes to remove it. If a small thing takes away your faith, you have small faith. I can't help Fred Bishop, but just thank God for your faith. You and Brenda, your faith in God to, to, to stand in the middle of a sickness and just believe God. What's God going to do? God's going to do what God wants to do. And I'm good with whatever God wants to do because I believe in God. We need a group of people who will stop worrying and stressing out and getting frustrated and yelling and screaming and stop arguing on Facebook and stupid stuff and just plug in and be his witness. I have lost my mind. And if a group of people could plug in and have faith without faith and believe, look at that. Whoever would draw near to God must believe. You must believe. And I know you're thinking, there's got to be some other way. There must be something else. I'm going to give you two more things. I'm going to be done. But this is a lot. But I'll, three more things. And I, I'm just going to go through it. We might have to start here next week. Walk in Him, die, get in the Word. That, that, that's what it means. That's what it means to live in faith. To walk in Him, to die. Galatians 2.20, I've been crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. Not I, but Christ lives in me. And the life that I now live, I live by so it's easy to say I got to work this up it's hard to just believe God's got it see this week your witness may simply believe walking in the confidence that God's got everything that I need and I'm going to be okay God's got everything I need I'm going to be okay well don't, don't aren't you worried about what's going to happen in a month or two months or three months or five years no, no I'm not, I'm not I'm, I'm, he's holding on to me he's holding on to me and if he puts me through something terrible, he give me the grace to walk through it. Come on, don't act like you ain't never been through a hard time and God didn't walk you through it. What, what, what else could come that he won't walk you through it? He will be the fourth man in the fire. He will be. He's always been, and he's not about to stop. He didn't bring the church, the body of Christ, this far and say, I'm done now. You own your own, people. Think about that. Think about that. What if we go through the tribulation, Pastor? What are we going to do? Well, one church did, and they made it. Let's go. Whatever God has for me, He's going to walk with me through it. 
You think Fred and Brenda doesn't know God's walking with him through this? Of course God's walking with him through it. Do they wish there was another path? Of course they do. But they know God's with them. God's with, hey, God's with you. God's with you. Don't give up hope. Don't give up faith. This is not the time to stop believing. This is not the time to wring your hands, to throw up your hands. Like, what are we going to do? Believe. Abide. Stay. 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 Just stay. Just stay. Can you hear the Father? Can you hear the Father? We, we have kids in our 20s, and they think they know what life is about. They have no clue. And I know they're watching, and I'm okay with that. They're not real smart. Briston, she still listens. That's why we love her more than the rest of them. That's on camera. Everybody heard it. The truth is out. Right? Right? Because sometimes if you, you don't know the answer, you can't stand to wait, so you try to figure stuff out. You're doing that with God. God, you're not doing what I think you ought to do. I'm just going to go figure this out. He's like, stay, just stay. Just, can you hear the Father? Can you hear the Father going, hey, listen, I, I, I got this if you just trust me. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to work this out. But God, what are you doing? And God's like, wait a minute, wait a minute. I got you. And I'm not going to give it to you how you think you're going to get it or actually when you think you should get it. But I got it. You believe me or not? And that's the question, right? And when you can believe and when you can walk by faith and when you can stay plugged in, when you can stay plugged in, when it would make sense to go do something else, now you're a witness. Now... You don't even have to witness. People come asking you. People come, whoa, 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 wait a minute. Wait a minute, wait, wait, wait. I see your life and you're not freaked out. What's going on? Well, it's just the Jesus in me. I've decided I'm going to stay plugged in to the Father. And I know he's going to take care of me. And I've just decided not to worry about it. I'm going to just enjoy my life today and have another piece of cake. Amen. Especially German chocolate, coconut, red velvet, any of those. Come on now. Woo! Lord help. Why did I go there? I'm definitely going to wrap this sermon up now. All right, here we go. You understand? Right? Got a stressed out body of Christ. Should not be. Should not be. Joy, love, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, self-control, gentleness. Hello, believer, it's in you. It's in you. Bear it. Just bear it. Now, we will, some of y'all chomping at the bit to talk about the gifts of the Spirit. I understand. I know who you are. I know. And I'm going to tell you, we're going to get there. We're going to get there. Because God, the Holy Spirit, does give us gifts to unwrap for His glory as well. You understand that? But I want us to focus on the fruit. I want you to focus on the inside of you coming out of you. Would you bow? Come on. What? Thanks for listening to our podcast today. Faith Community Church is located at 6801 South East Street, Indianapolis, Indiana, 46227. We are on the south side of Indy on the corner of US 31 and Southport Road. For more information about our church, please go to www.fcc.com 
indianapolis.com. We worship Sunday mornings, 10 a.m., Sunday nights at 6 p.m., and midweek services as well. We have activities and studies for all ages. We have something for your entire family. Come be a part of our family. We would love to see you sometime. Have a blessed day, and always remember that Jesus changes everything.